I just want to repeat this again. I'm actually a Verstappen fan. I'm just calling bullshit on anything I see in motor racing and I always will, always have and always will because I'm not bullshitting you like those TV commentators do every weekend. Peter. Hey, ladies and gents, welcome back to the show. Ladies and gents, we want to talk today about Sergio Perez. This guy is just getting pot shots, jabs, left, right, center, just bang, 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 bang off everybody. And didn't I say that this would happen like about two to three months ago that, oh, Perez, he won't be able to handle the pressure. He's buckly under the pressure. This and that. Wasn't I saying this a few months ago, guys? I'm not trying to say, by the way, I told you so. I'm just saying, like, if I didn't know this, there'd be something wrong with me after all my experience in racing, guys. Like, there'd be something wrong with me, you know? You could tell me about some other sport, and I'd be like, oh, really? Fair enough. I wouldn't have a clue. But with racing, I do. So, okay, anybody that's joining us for the first time, welcome. Now, we're going to be uh, two things, guys. We're going to be, obviously, if you're listening on audio file, you can obviously continue to, to listen along because there's not going to be any uh, much. We're not going to look, look at footage today, and uh, so that's fine. And anybody on YouTube, we're going to just have a look on the, the, the score sheet for Perez. So, okay, here's the lowdown, guys. If you're watching Formula One here now, you're up, You're probably up to speed on Drive to Survive, Netflix, or maybe if you're not, you're watching the Formula One. Now, I've been racing for 13 years. There is a wonderful, beautiful side of Formula One and motor racing, and there is a dark side. There's a very, very dark side. And it's like any racing out there. It's like any sport out there. There's always a dark side, the politics. Now, I said a few months ago that Sergio Perez is struggling. Now, everybody can see that, right? Obviously, he's not getting the results. His teammate in the same team, technically the same car, is kicking ass. Now, there's a there's a tugger war going on here in the the news. People are saying, "Oh, he Perez, he, he doesn't have it. He's battling under the pressure. He he can't handle this stuff." Now, when I talk about this, by the way, guys, I'm coming from a neutral territory. In fact, if anything, well, no, not if anything, I've been following Verstappen this year. So, I'm not biased towards Verstappen. I'm actually biased for Sergio Perez here. Because I know the game. I know the fucking game. And I'm not a fan of Sergio Perez. He seems like a nice guy. He's he's alright, you know. I don't rate him really that much of a driver. But he can certainly... If you give him a good car to win, he'll win a race or two for you. Or he'll win a championship for you. Alright? He will. Or at least he'll be in contention to win the championship come the end of the year. Alright? So here's what people are saying. So here's what I think is going on. At the start of this year, 2023, Sergio Perez has won two races. In fact, let's share the screen. So anybody listening on audio, we're going to we're going to just call out the results. 
So guys, as you can see here, right? Let me just bring my mic around here to the side. Now, this is the results of Sergio Perez for the year so far. So Bahrain, he finishes in second position. He wins the Jetta. He gets 11 points in Melbourne. He wins Baku, okay? Then he gets 18 points in Miami. So I uh, just have to just completely double check again. Here we go. So he, he finished second, first, fifth, first, second, 16th, fourth, sixth, th third, sixth, third, second, fourth, second, and that's all the way up to Italy. And where are we? He has another, uh, he finishes eighth. Then he has a DNF, did not finish. Then he's got a 10th and then he's got a fourth. Now, if you look at his first few races here, guys, even let's, I mean, even if we just look at, let's say the, the first five races, he has two wins, two seconds and a fifth. Now guys, let me tell you, that's pretty consistent. Okay, any racing driver who's in the Red Bull team, the, the race winning championship team, if you've got in five races, two wins, two seconds and a fifth, you'd be pretty happy with that. Especially the fact that he's not the number one golden boy here. Now, if you're the favorite to win the championship, you're their wonder boy, number one, well, you're going to be fucking pissed off because that's not good enough. But I'll put it this way. If that was your first year in the, 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 the team, which it wasn't, but if it was... You'd be delighted enough because, hey, okay, I'm on the pace. I, I've got two wins in the bag already. Got two seconds. Hey, boys, this is going to be, uh, hoo -hoo, we're only five races in. We've got 23 to go already this, this year. We're, we're in for some good business here, boys. You, you, you'd be pleased enough. I'll put it that way. Now, the story's going here that now, with Verstappen on 16 race wins and... Perez has only got two. People are saying, oh, well, Perez can't handle the pressure. He's not performing in the car. Well, back up there, camper. Back up. Because I'll tell you exactly what's going on. He's not getting the car off Red Bull. He doesn't have the equipment from the team. Even though he's in the race-winning championship team, he's not getting the equipment. He doesn't have it. Full stop. So, the point is this. The driving style has been the same all the way through the year. It doesn't change. The only way the driving style would change is if they actually changed car, which they haven't. It's still the same car with a couple of updates here and there. But the basic core, hardcore heart and soul of the actual car if you will is the driving style and he had it in the first five races so it's not like he forgot how to drive the car oh hang on what do i do again he hasn't done that that's not that a, dri a driver doesn't forget that what's happening is he's just not getting the same equipment as his teammates and here we go. Now the bullshit's starting to fly because, oh, he's now buckling under the pressure when actually it's not that at all. Now, I know if anybody's been listening to some of my other podcasts, I've had a couple of rants about this already. But, well, Peter, and it's a fair question. Well, why would Red Bull be so stupid to not give their team, their boy, the same equipment? 
You know what, ladies and gents? There's so much politics in it. It doesn't make sense. You're correct. But it does make sense on a sponsorship point of view. If Verstappen's selling a lot of hats and t-shirts, if they're getting a lot of merchandise from him because he's, quote, kicking ass, well then, that looks great. You've got a golden boy. You've got a special boy on hand, right? So now it's more people are in contention to spend their money with Red Bull because people are experiencing, so to speak, a one in a million driver. These people don't come along very often. So, hey guys, you know what? I'm getting my Verstappen hat. I'm getting my Verstappen t-shirt. I'm getting my Verstappen fucking hair gel, whatever it is, okay? It sells a lot more. It sells a lot more. Now, what if you could have two drivers that were like that? Well, then if you had two, well, then Verstappen wouldn't look so special. Do you get what I mean? If the, the, if the light is shining on one guy, well, then obviously the other guy's not as special. It's the one guy that's special. And that allows people to look up to Verstappen, to think he's the man. And then, guys, when I'm saying this, I just want to repeat this again. I'm actually a Verstappen fan. I'm just calling bullshit on anything I see in motor racing and I always will, always have and always will because I'm not bullshitting you like those TV commentators do every weekend. It's as simple as that. I ain't here to bullshit you. Okay? I'm not a Perez fan. I'm a Verstappen fan. But this is the way it goes in motor racing. And it's like that in a lot of a lot of things too. Right? I mean, I don't know football. I cannot speak very educatedly on it. But you know what? I do know one thing. David Beckham sold a lot of fucking t-shirts, a lot of fucking shorts, a lot of this, a lot of fucking that. Now, he was an... Uh, as far as I know, he was an amazing player, right? Okay, yeah, he was an amazing player. But you know something? He was let off the hook every now and then with certain things. You know why? Because he was a golden boy. Selling a lot of fucking merchandise. So he was. So guys, look. Just don't buy into the Sergio Perez thing. Now, even in Mexico, oh, unfortunately, there was three abreast going into the main... Uh, into the first corner it was such a fucking disaster for him and Red Bull did give him the, give him the the equipment for that weekend I, I I think they did now why is Perez in the in the team in the first place it's looking like Me Perez is bringing a lot of sponsorship money to the table I mean if you look at Mick Schumacher Michael Schumacher's son if you look at uh, Nikita Mazepin, <clears throat> excuse me, they were in Haas Formula One team. And guys, maybe some of you know, maybe not. They had to pay their way to be in Formula One. So, they so those two drivers had to get their own money, pay the team to be in the team. Now, don't you think that there's something going on in the background behind the scenes? Don't you think that, like, huh, why is that? Right? 
Like, this is one of the, the rare, the rare sports out there that you'd have this type of thing. Now, look, maybe I could be wrong. Fine. But it's one of the rare sports that I know of that you got to pay your way in, buy your seat at the table. And, you know, guys, I'm not here to ruin anything for anybody here. Oh, look at Peter. Now he's raining on people's parade. Uh, this is all on Netflix. I just know what to look for. And things look very familiar to me. I can read between the lines. And it's so obvious. I mean, they even mentioned it in Netflix at one stage that, you know, the two boys that are paying their way in, right? And even behind the scenes, a German company wanted Mick Schumacher to be in the team because he was a German. And therefore, they'd sponsored the German driver. So that's how he got on. But yet, Mick Schumacher still had to bring money. <laughs> right? He still had to bring money to the table. And that's what's going on with Sergio Perez. And you know what, guys? If I was racing still, and if I had a chance to be in Formula 1, and if I had the money to do it, I'd do the exact same fucking thing. Exact same thing. And I don't blame any driver out there that would have to do it. Because you have to do it. It's part of the package for a lot of people. Mick, or Mike, Michael Schumacher, his dad, one of the greatest of all time. He had to buy his way into Jordan at the time to just get in the door. See what happens. He had to pay his way to the table. You know, you can see a lot of this in Drive to Survive, guys. And if you're not familiar with it, you should definitely check it out. It's such a fantastic uh, documentary. You know, you can see the bitching, the moaning, the backstabbing. And back to Perez. They're now saying that, oh, Daniel Ricciardo, he'll be coming back to Red Bull. Well... Maybe, maybe Ricardo's got some sponsorship money towards everything. Quite honestly, now look, I could be wrong on this. I don't see Ricardo going back now. If he was going to get sponsorship money, he would have got it already by being at Red Bull because he was winning races back in Red Bull. You know? And when he won, I think, was it uh, when he was in McLaren? Did he win in Monza? Oh, forgive me now, guys, if I can't remember the actual round. But I, I think it was Italy-Monza where he won as well. Even that could have given him a bit of a hope to get some sponsorship back on the table. I mean, why is somebody going to sponsor a guy when he was winning, but now all of a sudden he's losing? Are people really going to bet on that guy now when he's losing? No. You never know, of course. You might get a break. But... I just think Ricardo, he's had his moment in the sun. It didn't work out. And not because he's a bad driver. I just think he's in the same type of position that Sergio Perez is in. And I'm not even a fan of Ricardo's either. So check it out, Drive to Survive, guys. A lot of politics behind the scenes. A lot of bitching, which is highly entertaining. And Formula 1 is great. It's a great sport to watch. It can be highly dramatic at the weekends. And we've had some serious dramatic races this year. I mean, I can't even wait for Drive to Survive to come out uh, in, well, what will be probably March again, I think, for 2024. So, yeah, we have a couple of months to, to wait for that. But it'll probably be really, really good. So, anyway, guys. I don't see Ricardo going back to, to to Red Bull. He would have had the money by now, I think. I think Perez is safe. I think people are just writing news headlines to just write news headlines. You know, keep the drama going. and ooh. But guys, I ain't going to BS you, okay? 
Never in a million fucking years. So, anyway, guys, short one today. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Peter. Wah, 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 wah.